We've all been there. You wake up in the morning, haven't had your coffee, you're tripping all over your socks, your kids are throwing orange juice at you, they're screaming, Mom, we hate you, and you're like, dang, I had no idea that life was going to be so hard. Well, who's got you covered? Aldi. Aldi's has got you covered. That's right. Right now, at Aldi, for seven, well, an estimated $7, depending on your state tax, you can buy the very fancy sock assister. It's literally a stick. You shove the stick in your sock, and then you use it to pull the sock over your foot. So you don't even have to bend down in the morning to put on your sock. The sock assister, ladies and gentlemen, has literally revolutionized my mornings. My mornings will never be the same. Even my kids, you know, their grades straightened out because I wasn't so stressed about my socks. Um, The coffee got a little bit tastier. Um, Even... Even my my love life got a little spicier Whoa. because of the <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Aldi. From the city that brought you the factory of sadness, now comes the House of Bliss podcast. Bliss, bliss, bliss. Oh, I'm going to add effects to this later. Dude, that's going to be <laughs> juicy. I'm going to definitely appreciate it. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is your bliss captain, Mark Bliss Duman, captain. The old captain. The old captain in chief. You know who we're talking about. You've been here before. Yeah, you have. Even This is the first episode. This is the very first, right. but I believe that you know. I just know that you know. I'm sitting right next to uh, the bliss commander in chief, the man I like to call the Cold Patrol. Cole Harmon, why don't you say Hello. Hello. The kick, commander in chief. Say something cool too. People will want you to say something cool right away. Okay, ready. Iceberg lettuce, dude. Iceberg lettuce is very cool. <laughs> Ice cold. Nothing like a chilled iceberg lettuce. That's not the one that gives you like rabies now, right? It probably does. <laughs> okay. I uh, stay it's away. Like... By the way, everybody, just stay away from lettuce in yeah, general. Yeah. There's if if the blandness doesn't turn you off, the horrible disease will. So. It's not worth. <laughs> it's not worth risking yourself horrible disease for a piece of iceberg lettuce. No, and if you or a loved one has been affected by iceberg lettuce disease, um, just listen on to this podcast because chances are you might just get supernaturally healed, <laughs> or call a lawyer. We're not lawyers, though. We're actually not doctors. Either. We're definitely passionate about our lettuce, though. Lettuce. So, Amen. <laughs> let us introduce you to our podcast. Ha, did you catch that? little lettuce pun. Uh, oh, get out. That was good. That we, was good. What we need to do is we need to record a laugh track for our <laughs> stupid jokes, but the laugh track is just us, like, layered on top of each other, like, over and over. That sounds like a phenomenal idea. <laughs> That'll be podcast two, so right. you guys have something we go. to look forward to for podcast two. But first of all, let's talk about podcast numero uno. This is number one. That's Spanish for the first one. The very first. The very first, but hopefully the very best. We just plan to make every one of our podcasts the very best podcast. Right. That you've never heard. Mm. So prepare to be amazed. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about Browns football because Cole Harmon, he loves his sports talk. 
Um, Cole, what do you think about the Browns? I break it down for yeah, him. you know, break um, it down. The guy who the one who th- the the one who throws the ball to the oh, other guys, yeah, that guy Baker Mayfield. Who, yeah, that He's guy. Good. I really appreciate his grip because you can see the way his forearms kind of like enlarge and you can tell like he's passionate when he grips that football he's, and you just don't see that kind of passion he's with every so team. passionate right? the way he grips his football <laughs> that's it's just it's inspiring yeah <laughs> and <laughs> that's the extent of my sports commentary that's so good so if you need any like personal coaching quarterback advice talk to this man right oh, right over here i know he's doing guitar lessons but i'm sure you could talk him into doing a uh, like a quarterback throwing lesson as well I will scream at you until your forearms inspire me. More passion in those forearms. Yeah, you hold the ball like a (laughs) (laughs) 12-year-old. Your kid will have the most uh, passionate, inspired forearms of any kid quarterback alive. Mm. That's our that's our guarantee. Um, So, hey, everybody, we are we are super super excited to be doing this podcast. I'm very excited to have you on board. What we wanted to do with this first podcast is tell you a little bit about the ideas behind what we're going to be doing here, and um, and maybe we'll maybe we'll just start right there. So Cole, you sent me a text a couple of months ago. I at that time was actually listening to a very bad podcast, <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, man, oh man, I could do a way better podcast than this guy. We can't say his name on air, <laughs> I but it it rhymes with. Joe <laughs> Togan. <laughs> Joe Togan. That's yeah. all we'll say. That's all we'll say. Definitely not that. I think I know who you're talking about. And he has a really good podcast, by the way. So, But anyways, I was listening to somebody else. And it wasn't very good. But whoever you are, if you're listening, I'm not going to say your name, but you have inspired me to start my own podcast. Cole was being inspired at the same time, probably for, for other reasons. But why don't you tell people just a little bit, sort of the backstory behind why you wanted to start this podcast? Right. So the past five to six years, I've been on this amazing journey with God where I, it's like everything that I thought I knew or assumed about God is just being blown into pieces and replaced with better, more amazing stuff. And quite honestly, I'm kind of on board the ship that's like, the more I know about God, the less I know. And I love it. And so for that reason, um, even though I have these gifts of being able to preach and teach and encourage people, I just, I'm like, I don't even know what to say because I'm going through this like personal revolution in my heart. And I was kind of hesitant to really put my voice out there online. Like I would do some home group stuff. I might share at a friend's church every now and again. But as far as like trying to be a voice for the nations or whatever, I'd be like, what am I going to even say? And, you know, it's interesting because probably in August of last year, I was just going about my day and the Lord just like pounced on me. I could not stop crying. I was just like sobbing and weeping like a baby. And it was such an awkward time of day too. Like, uh, but anyway, and I just felt like the Lord was saying, it's time to share what you know. It's time to share what I've shown you. And I just kind of sat on that for a while. Like I'm, I can write, but I do not enjoy the action of writing. Um, I don't have like some big platform or anything to really share on. 
And so I just kind of was like, well, a lot of this has come through podcasts for me. I I might as well just start a podcast. Why not? You may as well. Yeah. All the kids are doing it. <laughs> All the cool kids are doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Podcasting <laughs> is so hot right now. So I'm happy you did. Cole is a little bit scary to me because... I'm one of those types of personalities. It's like I get an idea in my brain. I'm like, oh, that would be super fun, but I'm never really going to do it. I just have all these ideas. I never really act on them. Cole's the exact opposite. Like he gets the idea. He runs with it. So here we are. We're podcasting. <laughs> this should be really fun. Now, Cole, you've you've created kind of a support page, support system. So why don't you tell people a little bit uh, about that? Yeah. I also... It's very interesting. I was making the most money that I've ever made in my life. He was and- <laughs> making bank, ladies bank, and gentlemen. Yeah, bank. And- you should see his house. It's very posh. It's a very posh house. <laughs> yes. it's. Uh- it's got a back porch. It's very nice. It's got the finest of plastic siding. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's, it's really extravagant. Uh, it's but- fantastic. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I, again, I was praying and just sort of out of nowhere, um, like I said, you know, I'd kind of sat on this podcast idea for a while, but at this point, again, God just leapt on my heart in probably October and was like, it's time to do this. And it's also tied in with a bunch of other creative stuff that I'm up to, but I felt like God was directing me to uh, start a business. And one of the kind of the products or parts of that business would be uh, this podcast. And so I got all the framework ready and spent a bunch of money getting startup costs going, and then I actually quit my job. Yikes! With with the full support of my wife, who's all for it. And uh, yeah, it's so funny because right after that decision uh, is when we found out we we're actually going to have another baby. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs> Super stoked, but also like, all right, hey, I guess it looks like the Lord is the man of the house now because <laughs> I'm. Uh, making money off this uh, very awesome little podcast. But so the way it works is there's this site called Patreon. And what it basically what it comes down to is monthly support, but it's organized into tiers. So think of it like a subscription service. So you could sign up for like the $5 a month, the $25 a month, all the way up to 500 And there's different awesome rewards that will give you perks like one of them these levels a four course meal cooked by none other than the master chef of slavic village mark duman i'm a pretty good cook pretty good dude your buffalo chicken cheese dip is a spiritual experience people are talking about that buffalo dip when people ask us like how do i feel the presence of god i try and try and try and i've never gotten there listen just Ask Mark to make you some of this dip. I will. You'll I will, get there. You'll will, you'll spend the rest of the afternoon on the floor. I will cook you into the presence, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Cook you right into it. Yeah, yeah. So Patreon.com. You just search for House of Bliss. I'll post links in the description. But I would really appreciate that. My toddler with her chubby cheeks would really appreciate that those cheeks stay nice and chubby. And you can have a part in that. It, it just makes sure that we get to keep doing this, you know? Help keep Cole's kids' cheeks chubby. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Yes. Ha- that's a great Chubby hashtag. cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So it's super good. Uh, the, so all that support is going to be going to Cole. The only thing I'm asking from you, Cole, I know we haven't necessarily worked this out, but the only thing I'm asking is for a great clips haircut, probably uh, at least once, maybe twice a month, bi-monthly, I'd say. Bi-monthly. I don't even know what that means. 
Because every t- I th- when I think bi-monthly, I think it means twice a month. But I've heard people tell me things like, no, 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 that means every two months. Yeah. Which I, is it? I'm not exactly sure. Um, I, I think it's both. just depends on the context. But as, as far as my haircuts are concerned, it will definitely need to be two a month. That's, listen. I got to be you, looking good podcasting. If that's how you're going to go, I feel like we're going to catch a lot of online criticism. Like, first it starts with two haircuts <laughs> a month. Next thing you know, you need two private jets for your own self to get to whatever church you're going to speak at. <laughs> That's what I do want too. So if we do hit a certain level <laughs> yes. in this podcast, me and Cole will buy a personal jet so that we can travel on a personal jet to yes. do pon- podcasting on location. I'm personally after this, I'm going to add a tier on our Patreon. It's going to be 20 grand a month. And you won't get to fly on our personal jet, but we will put your name in very tiny letters on the personal jet. Yeah. So it'll be like, whatever your name is, Airlines, Bob Airlines. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good. If that doesn't make you want to sign up, I just don't know what will. Yes. Bi-monthly, though. I think it can be either. We'll we'll look it up. We'll uh, podcast number two. We'll, We'll have the official answer for you. Um, so the nice thing, Cole, the thing that I'm excited about is you, you asked to do a, a podcast of bliss mm. or of joy. I'm super happy you didn't ask me to do the podcast of depression <laughs> or sadness. I, I don't know if I would have been able to do that. doesn't sound fun. There probably is one out there. There probably is. And if you're out there, we love you. A lot of sad talk. Yep. So we're going to do some happy talk. Oh, it, there is. It's called the news, actually. Yeah, yeah. pretty much just you. <laughs> Aside from the random, like, grandma saves bear from a tree. Yeah. You know, it's pretty much just the sadness podcast. Yeah, we're going to focus more on the grandma saving the bear from tree stories. Yeah, here. right. So it should right. leave you with, with a happy feeling. But anyways, we want to sort of center our topics around places that will lead you in, into joy and happiness and bliss and delight. So we'd like to spend this first podcast by just kind of sharing a few thoughts on joy, mm. on on bliss. I know that, Cole, you've got a few verses you wanted to dive into, but uh, why don't you kind of just share just sort of, I, I don't know, just give us sort of a, a framework for this idea of bliss and joy as it attaches to Christianity, scripture, our belief system. Yeah, yeah. Well, on the one hand, um, God... I do not want to undermine like God, the humanity of God. Like Jesus came in flesh to show us that God is deeply and personally involved in everything that's going on here on planet Earth. He really does care. But at the very same time, God has been around a whole lot longer than we have. And he has always existed in this beautiful community of other giving love, you know, Father, Son, and Spirit, and is eternally and fully, completely pleased in and of himself, happy, um, full of joy, full of life, like the, uh, the ecstatic center of existence itself. And that is what we're talking about when we talk about God. And so it's sometimes we are so used to viewing God through the lens of how he works with people on earth and what maybe even is revealed in scripture that we forget that beyond that is this God who always was and is eternal joy. And so Jesus, yeah, he comes to actually bring us into that life. And yeah, like there's still stuff to be worked out on this planet. There's still stuff that's unfolding. But like when you're in relationship with that 
God, you are actually transported into this realm of bliss and joy that transcends your um, experiences and circumstances. So That's super good. I've got a great quote. So if you have a pen and paper handy, you're going to want to write this down or you're going to want to put it on your, your Instagram or your Twitter or whatever. With, one a, of my... with a picture of a mountain. It always yeah, has with to a be mountain. a pen. <laughs> yes. Yes. Put this quote in front of a picture of a mountain landscape. You're going to get likes up the wazoo. <laughs> but this is one of my – I think I heard it probably about a year ago. Um, I've, I think it's from C. Baxter Kruger, and, and he might be actually quoting somebody else. Uh, when he says this, but he says that the gospel is not about you inviting Jesus into your life. It's about him and him bringing you into his. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so, I mean, it's not necessarily, I don't want to dismiss the fact that there is this place where we can invite, receive the Lord into our life, but there is like a transcending truth that's even, even better. And kind of what Cole was touching on on this life of God that shared with Father, Son, Holy Spirit, this happy, blissful, joy-filled expression of, of outward expressing love with which they share with one another. But like one of the big things about the gospel is how we're brought into that. Yeah. And, and so that their experience now becomes our experience. It's one mm-hmm. of like the core sort of messages and, and frameworks of the gospel is that their life becomes our life. Yeah, and there's so many ways that you could you could hit that, like the revelation. Um, you know, one of them is like, I love the two books, Ephesians and Colossians. To me, they work almost like uh, two bookend revelations that the whole thing can just kind of rest on. And Colossians is all about how the entire mystery of the Bible that God was waiting and waiting and finally did reveal is the mystery of Christ in us, like living inside of us, taking up residence within us. So it says, Jesus, in him, all the fullness of deity dwell as a human being, like all of God, all the bliss, all the joy, all the wisdom and knowledge of God, the infinite one can actually fit inside of a human body and be shared and multiplied as we all have Christ inside of us. And that that right there. I mean, if you, if you, if I stick my finger in a light socket, I'm going to experience a reaction. And when you start to wake up to the reality that Christ is actually like inside your humanity, man, you get shocked. It feels at least a little bit tickly, at least. And then on the flip side of that, in Ephesians, it talks about how we have been raised up into new life and seated in heavenly places in Christ. So our location, though my body may be uh, very much here on planet Earth, I am also simultaneously existing in this realm of being in Christ. And that means everything that I am, everything that I have is wrapped up and hidden in the person of Jesus who is experiencing amazing (laughs) fellowship with the Father. Woo! getting me fired up glory 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 <laughs> i'm just gonna add effects to that <laughs> yeah, <later. laughs> glory. a lot of heat on that um <sighs> one thing i really kind of like we we actually shared some time over christmas just talking about the incarnation and everything oh, yes. that that was mm. communicating but sort of a, a happy thought that we're touching on right now is that in jesus god was pleased to declare and to actually do it but he was pleased to declare that uh, he, he was happy to make his home inside of a human being. Yeah. And so Jesus um, 
I love Jesus in the fact that there's sort of a twofold expression that he's he's trying to express. And it's um, one, he's expressing to us what is the perfect nature of God, who is our Father. He's an altogether good God, altogether compassionate God. So it says in, in Hebrews that he's the exact representation. So when you see Jesus, you see Father. You get the perfect picture, uh, crystal clear view of who God is. And then uh, simultaneously with that, Jesus came not only to reveal the Father, but he came to reveal the truth and the identity of you and me. Yeah. And so when I see Jesus, not only do I see the Father, but I see the perfect image of, of the God who, whose image that I bear and that perfectly loving, perfectly good, perfectly compassionate, uh, perfectly holy, perfectly uh, amazingly funny expression of God that I see in Jesus, now I begin to identify that as my own. Right. And, you know, this might make some people uncomfortable, but like the whole point of why Jesus came, he said, this is eternal life that you would know the Father. And that word know, as many people might know when you break it down, uh, know is probably the weakest possible translation of that. It's like knowledge on every possible scope and depth of knowledge, like experiential knowledge, investigative knowledge, head knowledge, heart knowledge, all of it to really know God as a person, even intimate knowledge, like a lover, like that's what we're talking about. And when you get to know God beyond just what Jesus did in the historical person of Jesus in the gospels, you do start to get to know this God who, yeah, absolutely has a sense of humor, um, is so gloriously wonderful that, you know, angels around him are constantly screaming, holy, holy, holy for all ages and eternity. So it's, yeah. And, and two, I want to say on that, like the joy we're talking about, a lot of people sometimes struggle um, with the spiritual aspect of it. Like they, they might, you know, be stuck in a form of depression, or maybe they just feel like, well, I don't hear God or whatever. And, you know, the cool thing of what we're talking about is that this happened to you really without your permission. Jesus did this to you, and maybe you're not experiencing it yet, but you will. It is literally inevitable. If you, Even if you go your entire life not getting it now, um, in the next life, you will. And But on that, it's not just a spiritual joy that we're talking about. It is also wrapped up in your humanity. Like God, he's not just like this super transcendent being that only the lucky spiritual types can get. Like Jesus wants to give you joy in your natural life. And that does not look like worldly joy in the sense of, okay, yeah, you're collecting private jets and, um, you know, you have private servants who feed you grapes by the poolside. I mean, <laughs> what, sweet you know, rap videos. The American pastor dream. Yeah, that's like it. But <laughs> I've always wanted to make a sweet rap video. But like the joy of, of this super transcendent God, that like his joy is actually when he puts on human flesh and serves other people and gets in on the nitty gritty dirty work of restoring the planet, like one person at a time. So we as Christians, we find this amazing special joy, not just in having these ecstatic encounters 
or collecting stuff, but actually giving of ourselves and helping other people and realizing it's not about your possessions, but it's like what you give actually brings you joy. So it's this whole other dimension. It's it's not about your possessions, but it is indeed what you're possessed by. And Ooh. so there's just Ooh. like this amazing possession of, of the love of the Lord that apprehends <laughs> your life. That's That's just super good. I think like one thing too that kind of hit me over Christmas break is uh, I got to hang out with uh, Cole's little baby, baby Ember, who is, by the way, maybe the absolute cutest one and a How old is Ember now? Uh, 19 months, like one and a half. 19 yeah. months. Which uh, you're, you're not a parent yet, but you'll kind of find out that there's kind of a weird thing where people will just name how many months their child is. And I'm not really sure where the cutoff point is. I don't know Because I talked to some moms and i'll be like oh how old's your child and they'll be like oh yeah 36 and a half months i'm like just just tell me like yeah it's a little weird when but. it becomes really difficult to calculate you're like yeah. having to divide by 12 yeah. and just figure out how many years is this that's when it becomes yeah weird. you gotta settle down yeah i've got siblings that have little kids too oh, okay. so i see uh, the uh, facebook and instagram posts like the one month birthday and the six month birthday and the eight month birthday so I'm not sure where the breakoff is either, but it, he does have an impossibly cute, adorable baby. But one thing that's really cool uh, that I kind of experienced over Christmas time is in a baby, you get to see sort of God and his celebration of humanity. So mm. in in coming in the form of baby Jesus, we see this baptism of joy and delight that God places just on human existence and human oh, yeah. life. And that's uh, that's easily seen. It's um, easily discovered in in sort of the innocence of a little baby, to where you as a dad can can really relate to this. I'm just I'm an uncle, but I relate to sort of the concept. It's like every like the the first word from your baby becomes something that you celebrate. Their very first breath, or you're, or you're just watching them sleep, mm. or their their sneeze is celebrated. Like every part of their existence. Um, there's like a joy and a delight that you take in it. And that's that's sort of a representation and what was uh, communicated through Jesus towards us in our human existence. Every part of our life, every breath, every word that comes uh, out of your mouth, um, just even just your, your uh, physical body and how it's functioning, every part of that is sort of celebrated by, by the love of the Lord. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like... Um... Again, kind of getting into this, this is what the word house means. Like it says that we've become the temple or the house of God. And to realize that our humanity is not something that God either shies away from or is allergic to or has to put up with, but actually is very much designed by him to be a perfect house. The fact that God could even fit inside of a little baby just shows that it's it's a custom fit. God made us to be his dwelling place. And yeah, that, that kind of starts to add meaning to every bit of your life. Like, you know, sometimes this whole, this is what I'm talking about. It's like, uh, I love uh, so many different movements out there. I love how diverse the body of Christ is. But 
I start to kind of not be able to identify with a lot of these initiatives where it's all about saving the planet or making sure that, you know, we just get enough people saved or whatever, because it's like, man, you start to get this mentality that kills your joy, which is like, well, if I'm just washing the dishes, then I'm wasting my time. Or if I'm just having a family day, that's a waste of time because it's not, it's not fulfilling the mission. It's not fulfilling the goal. And yeah, to be sure, Jesus has given us a mission, but really like when the church fathers looked at the incarnation, they saw that that entire scenario itself is a message communicating that human life is holy and all that comes with it. Obviously not the inherently sinful stuff, but you know what I'm talking about? Like being a dad, being a husband, being a human being, enjoying the beach. Like it's all good. It's all part of the design. It's all part of the plan. And when you can actually shed some of that religious like drive to do something else than what you're already doing, like then you can actually experience joy here and now. Yeah, that's so good. Now we're going to uh, take a quick commercial break to tell you about another very special house. house. I'm going to add effects to that later. House. <laughs> That's going to be good. <laughs> we get it. Cleveland's all over the news. You heard about it maybe starting in 2016. No, maybe even further back, 2014, LeBron James decides to come back to the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's when I heard about it. 2016, I'll never forget, standing in front of the TV seeing LeBron make that last shot. We win the 2016 championships. People are dancing on their cars, in the street, running around. It's like a St. Patrick's Day parade on steroids. Maybe you've heard about our delicious food, the Melt Bar and Grill. What's some other ones? Barrio Tacos. Barrio Tacos. Fantastic. Uh, Maybe you've heard about our wonderful art museum or Mitchell's Ice Cream or maybe the Brooklyn Zoo. Oh, that too. You're like, I have got to get down to Cleveland. I know that that's a place I need to visit. But alas, I don't actually know what that word means. <laughs> I think it's a filler word. Okay. Alas. <laughs> alas, all the hotels, they're so expensive. People just have money. They throw around in Cleveland like it's candy. Well, you want to get down here, but you can't afford it. That's where my friend's amazing new Airbnb, Ruth's Place, comes in. Owned and operated by my good friends Jess and Justin Beard, Ruth's Place is a cozy, delightful little house in Brooklyn, Ohio, very close to all the places you're going to want to go. And let me tell you, it is affordable with a capital A. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the amenities are very posh, too. Like, uh, what are some of the amenities? Called? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, forget your, like, fall apart in two years Target couches. She has got some nice other branded couches in there. <laughs> Name brand yeah, couches. Right. There's working plumbing. Oh, man. That's fantastic. Hot <laughs> water from what I hear. Yeah. Right. On weekdays, there's hot water. Um, they've got an oven, so you can actually skip going out every night, blowing all your money, and actually make yourself a nice home-cooked meal. Yeah. yeah. Skip the barrio and just make the taco yourself. Yeah. Actually, don't do that. Invite me to Barrio. Well, you're like, man, that sounds incredible. How do I find this place? Well, you're going to have to go to Facebook and search Ruth's Place in Cleveland, Ohio. You will find it. It's a delightful little spot. Not Ruth's Chris. Mm. Yeah. Not the no, steakhouse. Not the steakhouse. Ruth's Place. Ruth's Place. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw a link 
in the description of this podcast. Smack that link. Go ahead and make a reservation. Come on out to Cleveland. Come see us. You guys are probably going to want to make a pilgrimage just to see me and Cole. That's true. Yep. But we're podcasting at your table, so. Yeah. We yeah. can we can probably podcast in the Air, Airbnb while you're at the Airbnb. That's an idea. You're yeah. paying for it, though. All right. That is the end of this commercial. I can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. So we made, oh, wait, wait. I made a little jingle for you. Ready? All right. Ruth's plays. <laughs> that was you wrote that yourself yeah that's fantastic i'm gonna bill jess for 100 bucks later all right I like anyway the, I let's like move the on pitch. <laughs> add a nice pitch to it nice tone okay so we, we've been kind of breaking down this concept of joy bliss this wonderful uh celebration of our humanity um i know too cole that you had a couple verses that you just wanted to dive into Really quick, that kind of center around this topic. So why don't you, uh, yeah. if you can, cue those up. Let, let's maybe dive into that really quick. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, it's like we are talking about how we are basically permanently stuck in the presence of God forever and ever and ever. And the psalmists had some really just amazing language to describe what it was like to experience the presence of God. So you've got the one that says, like, in his presence is fullness of fullness. joy. Fullness. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Multiple pleasures. All kinds of pleasures. Probably frozen grapes. Probably Mitchell's ice cream. Probably. Yeah. It's an amazing place to be. And funny enough, you are actually seated at the right hand of God right now in Christ Jesus. So bring on the pleasures, Lord. Yes, Whoa. Lord. And uh, I love this one. This is uh, one of those ones that like every translation has something a little different to say. There's some spectacular ones here. This is the NIV, the nearly inspired version. They feast on the abundance of your house and you give them to drink of the river of your delights. Mm. Nearly inspired, but I feel like we can get even more inspired than that. <laughs> I love this one. King James, the KJV. Really the only school. Bible it's there is. <laughs> In Cleveland, we only read from the King James version. Yeah, another reason to uh, get reservations at Ruth's Place if you're one of the KJV only people. <laughs> yeah. We're a very friendly city to that. Yeah. It says, they, they shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house, mm, and thou shalt make them. It'll make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. Come on now. <laughs> you're going to chug this river or or uh, you're going to chug it yeah. and like it. Yep. Chug yep. this river. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you give your guests a feast in your house and you serve a tasty drink that flows like a river. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ooh, I like this one. You, they are refreshed from the abundance of your house. You cause them to drink from the river of your pleasures. Mm. Yeah, I saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, this one. The the Ooh. you make them drink from the sweet torrent. I like that. A the sweet, sweet torrent. torrent. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ooh. I yes. like a torrent. Yes, <laughs> that's fun. So there's a lot of pleasure, joy, language that gets overlooked in the Bible, but it's really, it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It says of Jesus, it says he was anointed with the oil of gladness in an amount far superior to his companions. 
Right. And Jesus said, if you're weary, come to me. I'll give you a drink. And out of your belly, out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water, multiple, multiple rivers of living water. So not only do you get a drink from the river, you get to be the river. Oh, yeah. You get to become the river for other people. Be a nice torrent of pleasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like to think of myself as like a nice, soothing hot cocoa. Just this big flood of hot cocoa. It's sweet. It's comforting. It's soothing. I feel like this would get you in so much trouble, but that would be a fantastic pickup line. How <laughs> <laughs> would that work? I don't I, even get it. I actually I'm think a we river should... of cocoa, baby. <laughs> we yeah, we should probably do, move on. Do you want... <laughs> yes, Lord. All right. Yes. I am fantastically single, but yeah. Well, we'll not on. only is he handsome, not only is he particularly clever, he is single, ladies and gentlemen. I'll cook you a fine four course dinner. Mm. It'll be fine. He won't come to you, but you can come to him at Ruth's place. Airbnb. <laughs> uh, Fantastic uh, date spot. Even if you want to just rent it out, you don't want to stay there, but you just want to have a date at Ruth's place. It is the place to date in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like one other topic, maybe there's more. Cole says he's got like a thousand episodes in him. Mm-hmm. But uh, one other thing I just wanted to sort of talk about with the, the topic of joy I mean, we've we've touched on it. You've probably gotten the idea by now, but sort of what I kind of grew up just in in sort of uh, the framework of churches and stuff that I, I kind of grew up in is joy was always explained to me as this is uh, it's it was never explained as happiness. It was always sort of this peace or this ability to persevere, and um, and so that never just sat right with me. And so I think like one thing I just want to explain to people is when we're talking about joy, when we're talking about bliss, when we're talking about happiness, we are indeed talking about happiness. Right. Like there's a happiness that's that's very present for you uh, in, in, in this life. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's like verses that say like, happy are they, you know, whose sins have been canceled. Or it's like the Lord, their, their mouths will be filled with laughter. laughter. Like what we're talking about is not just some like stern faced internal, like maybe you get a butterfly every now and again and it inspires you to be a better Christian. Like, no, we're talking about an overflowing, abundant joy. And, you know, there's a lot of language about wine in the Bible, a lot of language even about like drunkenness and like this feeling that you get of intoxication. It's over the top. It's real. Now, that may not mean that literally every minute of every day of your life, you're just a mess of laughter, but it's definitely in there. And at the very least, you've got a smile on your face. And Jesus even said like, sometimes, you know, I feel like part of it too is people are afraid of joy because it's sometimes looked at as shallow. It's looked at like, oh, if you're happy, it means you don't understand what's going on in the world. Or if you're happy, it's like, you're just, you've got your head in the clouds. You don't get it. But the Bible says like the joy of the Lord is your strength. Like it is the place of strength for you where nothing can touch you. You know, you want to talk about the shield of faith. I, I like the shield of joy. It's like nothing can get through. And that doesn't mean you ignore problems. It means you go into problems and you bring the this whole fresh uh, perspective and solution. And Jesus said it this way, 
at the end of his life, at the end of his earthly ministry, he's talking to his disciples and he says, I have said all of these things that your joy may be made full. So Jesus recognizes, yeah, our world is full of problems and we all have a part to play in seeing that restored. But what he's saying is the point of my ministry is not just to give you a program to make things better, but it's to take you from where you are, the perspective that you hold, what you see around you, and take you to this place of seeing in a way where your joy is full in the midst of your circumstances being crappy. Like Jesus says, uh, the world will always have troubles, right? But you be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. That's so good. <laughs> Getting fried right now. That's yeah. awesome. To make Ooh. this a very official podcast, I'm going to give you a Bill Johnson quote. Oh. So you know that we're on our stuff. We're quoting Bill Johnson. <laughs> but Bill Johnson says that yeah, you're only as strong as your joy. Wow. So the, the concept being, you know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so to really measure your strength is to measure your joy. And I think one thing I really love about the concept of joy is it's not this like religious uh, plasticity where you have sort of this fake veneer of I've always got to be happy. Like the gospel isn't this command or this demand from your life that you're just supposed to fake or feign happiness like your entire life. Like I love Galatians 5, and I especially like it in the Passion Translation. Galatians 5 is where it talks about the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy. Mm, Joy mm -hmm. is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. One, it's not your fruit. It's His fruit. So it's not your job to produce it. It's the Holy Spirit's job to produce it. Well, and... I just want to throw in real quick too. Right. Like you said, it's a fruit of the spirit and that is entirely his job to produce that fruit. So if you are not experiencing joy, if you're having a hard time, first of all, just realize that that is part of the equation for you. But don't let that be a point of shame for you. Like it's literally not your fault. Like that is God's business to work about how that fruit comes. And maybe it comes sooner for some people than others, but it is definitely part of the plan and he will get you there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted your thought though. I know, it was such a good one too. (laughs) It was going to be super rich, but now I'm not going to give it because he interrupted. Just kidding, I'm going to give it. Um, So in the er, Passion Translation, Galatians 5 talks about the fruits of the Spirit, but it talks about that those uh, qualities are the experience of them is meant to be and here's the key word limitless like god isn't looking to put a cap on any experience whether it's love joy peace uh patience whatever through the spirit he doesn't put a ceiling on it and so sometimes you do hear a verbiage like you know to sort of temper your expectation for what you can experience this side of heaven but jesus came to obliterate that ceiling and, and once again, it's not something that there's like this harsh demand for you to be happy. But hopefully, you know, as you pay attention to our podcast, as you listen to some of these concepts, what actually happens is, is like Cole saying, if you're in a, a, a hurt place, a depressed place, a discouraged place, Jesus is here to, to bring you joy in the midst of those places. And so um, hopefully, you know, some of the concepts and beliefs uh, will cheer you up a little bit. And, and, you know, even just listening to me and Cole, you, you'll get to hear, you know, we're, we're happy. We're joy-filled. We're here to tickle those ears. 
Wait, wait, no. <laughs> Tickle them in a metaphoric sense. Right. Is, is what he's talking about. <laughs> but there's nothing, you know, fake about it. And it's like Cole's saying, too. It's not like we're here to sort of like close our eyes to pain no. or difficult circumstance. But we want to release like an overcoming joy no matter what you might be going through. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably, probably end somewhere with this kind of thought. But just like, I think some people are concerned that if you focus on joy too much, you'll just be kind of tossed around because things definitely happen in people's lives. But the kind of joy that Jesus is talking about is not at all determined by your circumstances. Yeah. 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 It's completely independent of that. And when you're free to live that way, you can go through the worst of the worst and still come out the other side with a sense of joy. It's pretty Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. The way John Crowder says it, he says that the gospel doesn't promise you a life without suffering, but it does promise you joy in the midst of your sufferings. Mm. This is a really cool thought. I think what I'm going to do is post that quote on my Facebook, but just quote it to myself. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need a little, we need some like boost in this podcast. So yeah. I think the buzz generated from that would be good for us. Put it in front of a mountain. That's <laughs> yeah. going to work. Right. That yes. quote will work in front of a mountain. Yes. Or an eagle or something like that. Well, I think this is kind of maybe this is a good place to wrap up. Yeah. Which I'm kind of sad because I know we definitely, especially this first episode, we wanted to start off with a big bang. Definitely wanted to get Chris Pratt on the show. But our, you know, our unofficial sponsor, all these, I know uh, Ruth Crit or not Ruth Chris, but Ruth's Place, very strict with us. We are so sorry that we haven't been able to get to Chris Pratt today. But maybe episode two, maybe episode three. Definitely yeah. going to still be working with him to get him on one of these shows. Yeah, he can maybe unpack the verse, um, you know, Philippians 4 or 12 or whatever. Like, <laughs> yes. I could do all things. Yes. Yeah, be like, you know, Chris Pratt is just going to unpack the revelation. I us. would so, love yeah. that. That yeah. would be so phenomenal. So but you that's know my how dream. these corporate sponsored podcast things go. You know, you just hit those deadlines. And, yeah, yeah. Yep, so. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. But we do really, really appreciate you joining us for this very first podcast. Hopefully you liked what you got to hear. Hopefully it scratched or itched or tickled your ears for episode number two. We're so happy that you're a part of it, and and we'll uh, talk to you later. We'll see you then. If you did not like it, uh, please refrain from commenting on Facebook so as not to disturb my fragile ego. Thank you. It's very fragile. Very fragile. (laughs) 